pop shit, nigga. Come on. 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 Let me turn that off. What up, podcast land? It's your boy Brentel, and we have what are we doing? A two man weave? That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Two man weave right now. Uh, this uh, the um, corner three podcast. Damn, it's been a while. It's been like two weeks. Um, we are back, man. I think we got a, we got a dope show today. We got a dope show today. I didn't turn it down though. I'm tripping. Um, uh, we'll get started. Cut through all the bullshit. Um, did you see, have you seen the story about, uh, Karis Levert? How he, he found out he had a, a mass on his kidney and the surgery successful and all that stuff? Did you see that? No, I didn't, but that's, uh, very unfortunate for Indiana. I'm glad he's all right. It was, you know, discovered, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy because, you know, shit, that could have been, that could have been bad. You know what I'm saying? You go through a whole lifetime and not knowing that shit. And then, you know, now it's, ain't nothing they could do for it. That's dope. That's dope. So getting traded saved his life. James Harden traded saved his life, essentially. Um, Pelicans willing to trade Lonzo Ball and JJ Reddick. Um, makes sense. Uh, Reddick needs to be on a contender because he's not got that many more years, right? Um, and you're probably not gonna uh, go long term with Lonzo Hmm. in New Orleans. Right. So okay. why not try and get something for him while you can before he mm-hmm. enters free agency? I actually um have read a couple of different articles, trade proposals on uh Lonzo to Miami, which uh it's kinda intriguing because he kind of fits into the role that Dragic does, you know, like he's a pass first point guard, he can get to the bucket and shoot a little bit. Yeah, I've been hearing about him possibly going to Lonzo. I'm sorry, Lonzo going to uh, the Clippers, man. I think they could really use him because they need somebody to like, you know, floor general, like run their offense type of shit. Yeah, I think you still fall into the same um, issue with the Clippers, though, is um, the overall picture, they don't have enough shooter. I mean, Lazo can shoot a little bit, but not be, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, you on, you on. Hello? Yeah, hello. Okay, keep going, Kirsch. You said, say what about Lazo? Um, I, I was just saying, I don't think that's enough shooting to, to really put the Clippers are top, but um, it'd be a nice piece, especially if they could um, wing the deal to actually get Reddick with them, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Then, then you cooking on you cooking with grease there. Um, I got an offer. I mean, an article talk. Well, why are we talking about Miami? Um, Victor Oladipo still wants to go to Miami Heat. Did you see that article? No, but I I keep reading that. It's He's made that pretty clear that that's where he wants to be. How, how do you feel about that as as a Miami Heat fan? Uh, I'm not really sure. I because I mean you're almost like a primary ball handler, so um, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad at it, but I have to see all the pieces involved in what they do. Because he got a max contract, something like that, don't he? It's kind of like uh, a mid-max. I think it's like a mid-max. I mean, that see, and and that would be yeah, it'd be an interesting piece because then you know how do you uh, how do you excuse me rotate Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson minutes with with Vic and uh, is Draghi still on the team when you do that? Yeah. yeah there's a couple different variables. I could see it happening, but um, I don't think I don't think it happens till the off season. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, as a as a Celtics fan? What what does that do for you, Mike? Mike's here, everybody. Are you talking about Victor oh, Oladipo? Yeah. I really don't think it happens. There's, like Kurt said. You're going to have to split some, too much time up with other people. Don't get me wrong, Oladipo wants to win, and that would be a big three with Jimmy, Victor, and Bam. But you got to have a lot of money to make that and happen. How people finally feeling like, feeling like Bam's a big three, huh? <laughs> He's the most underpaid big man in the league. Now he's getting his credit. <laughs> <laughs> I was crazy just a month ago. I didn't say you was crazy a month ago. That was Brenda. <laughs> I'm fucking with him. Nah, I feel you. But what did you say, Mike? That I, I mean, it's probably not going to happen just because of money. Because they're going to have to take Bam very soon. They just paid Bam. Them. Right, I was going to say, didn't, yeah, they just paid him this offseason. Yep. They just paid him. So when we was doing our trade bracket stuff, uh, our trade, whatever, our fake trades, or whatever, why was it showing that he was still only getting like four million? Does that kick in this summer? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kirsch. I was gonna say new contract don't kick in until next year. That was smart. That was smart. Okay. So they can sign somebody and just go to go into the luxury tax a little bit to get them just off season. They're already over the luxury tax. Shit. But they don't have anybody long term except for um, Bam and they got, uh, Jimmy. They got expiring contact contracts and um, Gadala and Kelly Olynyk. Everybody's coming off the books except for Bam, Jimmy, Precious, and Tyler Hero. And they have, um, I believe they have rights, and uh, Duncan Robinson is going to be a restricted free agent, but they got, basically, they got dibs on him. 
They still got Goran's contract. No, that's up at the end of the year. Hmm. They really going to have money and pieces they need. Yeah. And they they learned big time from when LeBron screwed them over with the, the Josh Roberts shit. Hmm. They, um... They kind of keep the flexibility to always make a run at a at a big piece, but that's gonna kind of change as uh, as Duncan Robinson grows into more money, and you know Tyler Hero gets deeper into the league, and you gotta start tying up some new guys. Hmm. So, so they they have aspirations of giving Duncan Robinson more money, or he will do that somewhere else, like get a max or something. Um, he's not going to get a max. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I could I could see Duncan Robinson eventually being like, um, JJ Reddick, Kyle Korver type money. Uh, okay. I I don't know what that number is exactly, but. In the um, seven, eight, ten million range. Yeah, he. I, I want to say he might be under a million. He's definitely under three million right now. Like he was. I mean, an undrafted steal. They they kept him in the tuck, <laughs> and they kept their mouth shut that they were even interested in him. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what about? Um, there's been reports of the Wizards planning aggressively to uh, acquire Masai Ujiri this summer as their <laughs> basketball director or I don't know you can't just give him a GM spot at, at the Wizards so I, I would assume I would assume there would be more than just what he does in Toronto yeah bat, president of basketball operations I'm sorry he got damn near like be CEO or something. It, it, that that's basically what I was about to say is um, I believe at one point the Knicks offered him some kind of um, ownership deal and he still turned it down. And it's the Knicks. <laughs> I don't know why you would go to the Wizards. Hey, that's like going from because Toronto is Toronto. They got a winning culture. They got a, they the only basketball team up there um, in the country. Uh, and he, he's in the New York of Canada. It, it makes no sense to come. That's like going from a mansion to moving into Little Bark. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I just don't see. I don't see the point. I, you you do that to show. Well, he he doesn't even need. He's proved himself as an executive. He, there's no reason. Is he from D? No, he's not from DC, right? No. No, I don't think so. Anyway. Let me look. I don't understand. I just just makes no sense. And what they would do? All they're gonna do is run this price up for um for uh Toronto because Toronto would be like, oh, they talking about paying you ten million a year? Okay, we'll pay you twelve. You know what I'm saying? It's really, right. it's really. Uh, and there's there's not even anybody in play that would be remotely interested in Washington. Like it's not like they're doing this to try and get KD back home or something like. Hmm. There's nobody in play. 
Oh, he's from the UK. I didn't know that. Huh. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, there's 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 nothing there. Would you say okay? Hypothetically, there is not. I don't even. Don't look at the logistics of what I'm saying. I'm saying if there, they can't. What? Just okay. If there's like a big three situation in DC, would that be enough to attract Masai Ujiri this summer? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't know what, like, how they plan to wheel wheel into this man. Hey. I think I think like we talked earlier, the only way Ujiri leaves Toronto is if he's offered um, some kind of like major ownership in a in a um, place, or if um, one of the LA jobs opens up. Right. Okay. Okay. How about this? I've got a better question. Got a better question. All right. Um, DC. We talking about DC. How much? How much share of ownership? Would you would you would you have to take to go there if you're massage here? I'd want fifteen to twenty percent. Okay, Mike. What about you? Uh, I swear, I was thinking like eighteen percent, twenty. I'm gonna leave this nice situation that I built to come to your mess and to clean up your right. mess. <laughs> You're gonna have to pay me well. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Okay. Um We breezing through it, y'all. We breezing through it. That's what I'm talking about. Uh halftime. Uh we missed last week, but I still wanna revisit this. Um so did you guys see Shaq? In the post game interview with Donovan Mitchell. No. Right? Okay. So, man, I got to figure out how to connect you guys in so you can hear my sound on the phone call. But, so what happens is Shaq, you know, it's his, it's his turn in the interview. You know, they got Donovan Mitchell there after a win. Shaq says earlier tonight, I uh, I said I like your game, and I just don't think you have what it takes to take your team to the next level. And <laughs> Donovan Mitchell just says, oh, "Okay, that's cool." And Shaq wanted to get a response out of him. You know what I mean? He's like, "So, so, what, so, what do you think about that?" He was like, "That's fine. I've been proving myself my whole career. Like, okay." And now Shaq looks dumb and he's trying to spin it like, I said that so like I can motivate you. Like, he tried to spin it like that. And I was, like, as I watched this video, like, I watched it a couple times to just pick up on the nuances. And like, Shaq, you full of shit, dog. You did not do that to motivate him. You just did that so you can have a clickbait situation and have people come to the watch the clips and the little you know ex, excerpts of the show and highlight that specific moment of you having this gotcha situation with a with a young kid um a young basketball player a young star 
Um, how do you guys feel about like the older players like talking shit and always coming down on the younger players? Like we see it every generation. Like, what do you guys think about that? Well, let me get this one first, Mike, because I don't really have an opinion on on Shaq. But I got a bone to pick with fucking Paul Pierce. I cannot stand that motherfucker. And he's going to stop fucking disrespecting Miami. Because the truth is, Paul Pierce would not have even been interesting looking to KG and Ray Allen had it not been for Antoine Walker carrying him for the first three to four years of his career. Mm. I don't care what Paul Pierce says. And a uh, Twitter, because you unblocked me too, because I didn't mean he was an actual retard, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, his, <laughs> his, his uh, IQ level is probably that of a basketball jersey number. Okay, okay, all right, okay. I would have said of a basketball period, but you know, <laughs> I'll let you have that. Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot of basketball players walking around with numbers in the 90s. So. <laughs> um, there's what? There's what? 12 pounds of air in a basketball? <laughs> uh, Paul has about 10 in his head. <laughs> how do you feel about the just the, the older players like talking shit about the younger players? I mean, I think that it, it, like a, it's a constant thing that it's not really going to be stopped, but it it should be backed off of more than it has been. I mean, we all still talk about Jordan. Jordan's the goat. We we talk shit now about the young Jordan's players. Jordan's not the goat. Oh, man, <laughs> why did you do that, man? <laughs> so we talk shit about the younger players not being good enough, like to measure up to uh, they couldn't play in in that time frame now Steph Curry all he does is shoot the three ball he don't he don't play no real defense and blah 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 like those are those are arguments that people try to have but I don't think that I don't think as much as it's players talking down on on younger generations as much as it is fans talking down on younger generations okay that okay that fans feel feel more of a they have to prove themselves like Donovan Mitchell said, okay, I've been proving myself my whole career. So, well, what can you say about that? Because that's what he's been doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, Shaq, Shaq doing that, yeah, he was definitely trying to get get something out of him, a reaction to see if he's cool, calm, collected, to try and make him lash back at him. Like, what? what who yeah, exactly. To? Exactly. <laughs> but he didn't. So I'm sure he gained cool points with Shaq for that, but at the same time it it made him come across as he's not he's not the guy that's gonna argue as well. Um that's fine. That's fine. Like if I'm him, I'm cool with that. Uh I, I let's argue on the court. You feel me? Like let's argue games. You know what I'm saying? Let's argue uh performance. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yep. where he needs to do his talking. You know what I'm saying? His talking need to be in his performance. I, like, what I like about Donovan Mitchell is that he's a second generation kid. You know what I'm saying? 
he's been trained in the media. Like he handled that shit so like when you when we get off, you guys go check that video out and see how he handled that shit. I really me personally, I wish he would have just left it at okay and not said anything. And just left it at that and had Shaq just to sit in that moment looking stupid. But how I feel about the young the old guys, um it, I'm not going to say attacking, but just being overcritical to the young stars, the current stars. I think there's a fair line. There's, there's criticism, you know, it's good for the game, it's good for TV. But when you do pull off these stunts like this, it's bad. You come off bitter. Your time is over. You had your run. You're done. You know what I'm saying? So don't try to rain on these young guys' parade. You Again, Media criticism that come with the game. You know what I'm saying? That's your, as, as an analyst, that's your job. But doing this like pop up shop shit that you're doing is whack, dog. It's like he jumped out the bushes with some hate and like fucking sprayed him. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is corny and I just, I just don't want to see more situations of this with other analysts trying to get that type of moment. You know what I mean? On the back of these young current players. <clears throat> oh man! Yeah, all right. I think What's I think um, to to add on to that, I think um, the the conversation is kind of a good thing too because it shows the evolution of of the game from from generation to generation. Um, you know, they always. Uh, want to conversate about whether or not Golden State could play in the 90s era or whatnot. But those 90 teams play with um, this era of, of players that are faster, quicker, more athletic, and can shoot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, times times evolve. Like, I mean, you could have had that conversation with, with um, the Bill Russells and Will Chamberlains. Would, would they have been as dominant when you know, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, and Shaq and Hakeem are roaming around. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's good for the game. It, it gives it conversation, but at the same time, it, it gets it gets old when you just start saying stuff that's um, baseless, or you're just trying to get a response. And I'm I'm actually glad to hear Donovan Mitchell handle it that way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Anybody got anything else? No? All right. Going once, going twice. All right. All right. Crunch time. Uh, I just think I was walking at work and I thought of this, this topic and I thought it would be dope. Um, five, like, oh my God moments in sports that you remember where you just like a five year old kid giddy and excited and just blown away and ecstatic. Just five moments in sports that you've experienced watching. I'll go first. Um, we'll go with one of my favorite moments is the 13 points in 47 seconds. Of, of, uh, Trace McGrady. I remember that watching dope. that. I remember watching that and just being floored, like, I'm un- just unbelievable, uh, 
just see them come down and beat the Spurs. And the Spurs was they were nice. Didn't they? I think they went to went in the championship that year, if I'm not mistaken. But uh just to see that shit, um like it just and just total disbelief of him coming down, just raining with four or five threes. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. It was unbelievable and I haven't seen anything like that since. Um Shoot. The Derek Fisher point four shot against the Spurs. You guys remember that? Yeah, I think big shot Bob shots are better than that. Yeah, okay. That's fair. You could you could save a moment for that. That point four <laughs> shot That point four shot was it was a moment for me is because I, I thought it was over. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, there's no way. And I was in San Antonio when that shit happened. Um, I was just like, man, this is, I remember going to the mall the next day in San Antonio and seeing the air and life sucked out of everybody in there, dog. It was, it was crazy. And I, I definitely cherished that. I just remember jumping up and down because I was in the hotel room and, just like, oh my God. I was like, I'm surprised the police didn't get caught. <laughs> um, <laughs> for real. Um, another moment. Dang, I still got two more. Ugh. Hmm. Okay. The Ron Artest corner three to save the day on our Lakers playership, playoff run. That championship run. I think it was 2010. Where like it bounced, like Kobe shot it. Somehow, Ron Artest picks the ball up, hits the three on the wing, on the right wing to win the game. Dog, it was another moment where I was like, "Fuck, it's oh, you know what I'm saying? Like if we if we lose this, we lose the momentum. It's over." And I remember I was at the crib on Bidwell, and cash was over. And Cash is smoke. He's outside smoking. And I just went crazy. He was like, I knew something happened. He's like, I knew something happened. <laughs> he ran in the house. Like, yo, what, what happened? What happened? What happened? I know something happened. And I was just like, man, I was just jumping up and down, fucking happy as shit. Cause, you know, that saved, that saved our playoff run for real. Like that was one of the moments where you knew it was like, all right, yeah, this, this is our year. This is our year for sure. Um, I wasn't, I wouldn't say this next one. I, I wouldn't say, well, Mike, you probably, actually, I, I'll leave it, I'll leave it for you. Um, let's see. That's four. I don't, I can't think of five right now. Oh, I know what the, I know five. Um, four, actually four. When Kobe, Crossed up Scottie Pippen and threw the layup and threw the threw the lob for Shaq in the conference uh two thousand conference finals. Western Conference. Yeah, that was a big That was the that moment. Was that was like the wall came down. You know what I mean? Cause we would go up to the flu go up to the like get beat by Utah every fucking year. And we You mean the Rockets? No, we got beat by we got beat by Utah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 the jazz. Yeah. Yeah. And 
And then to see him like progress and get, get to that moment, that was just like, that was another moment where it was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Put this one in the bag. You know what I mean? It's over with. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I don't have a five. Well, you brought up, when you brought up Ron Artest, I thought you was about to talk about the punch because that was an oh my God moment. I was in the studio. I was in the studio and I missed that one. I missed it. I came home and I turned on ESPN. No, Kirsch, you called me. Kirsch called me. One of y'all called me. It was like, yo, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. And I'm like, what? Like, it was like, they went in the stands? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean yeah. they went in the stands? <laughs> Like, what you mean? Like, the players, like, like spilled over, the fight spilled over into the stands? Like, what do you mean? Like, nah, them dudes went into the stands. <laughs> from, from, uh, yeah, I could not, I, like, I could not wrap my mind around it when it happened. But, yeah, I was in the studio, and I and I got out, and then I seen that. I remember that. Uh, shoot, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a five, man, where I was just like, those moments. It's crazy that all of my moments were tied I, to the Lakers. What, what my first one might be your five. Um, would Robert Ori hit that tap out to keep the Lakers alive that one year against the Kings? I don't remember which year. Where he caught it, he road. caught it low. He caught it low and then he put it up and shot from the yeah, top of the key. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he, he, um, this is Brentel and Janelle. Be sure to check out our Journey of a Relationship podcast where we discuss all things relationship the ups, the downs. Everything in between. Search Journey of a Relationship on all streaming platforms. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. He did that walk. He did that walk after he hit it. <laughs> uh, another one. This is one of my favorite ones. This is actually, um, this is a little backstory. This is how I came, uh, became a Knicks fan at one point in time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Was um, their run in 2000. I was already like a huge Larry Johnson fan, mm-hmm. but um, he hit that four point play oh. that, that won the game and ended up like kind of turning the tie for the series. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, that. That was yeah, that, a big moment. Was, um, another one was I think it was seven when uh, LeBron made that run with Cleveland to the finals and he had that huge fourth quarter where the um, the great Detroit team of that, that little four or five year era uh, couldn't fucking stop him for nothing. Yo, um, that was LeBron's matrix moment. I watched that in person, but I watched it on replay a couple times because it was so um, historic. He re- He literally beat them by himself. He beat that championship team by himself. Yeah. There was, like, there was nobody on that team. Like, and they kept, they could not keep him. Like, it was amazing because he would get the ball right at the free throw line every fucking time. Every time down. You would think, like, they would try to push him out, like, deny him from that spot because literally there's nothing you can do to him if he got, if he gets the ball on there, like, like on the wing of the free throw line, you know what I'm saying? Any or in dead center, he's is you can chalk it up. You know what I'm saying? Especially at that time too, because he was still young. He was he had still had bounce. What he scored? What he scored? What sixteen points back to back or something like that? 
In the fourth? Yeah, I want to say it was in the 20s. He scored t- like 20-some points in the fourth quarter. That shit was amazing. That was amazing. You just see him just tear that team down. He broke their soul. They won the same after that. Yeah. And another one was um, 06 when D-Wade basically put Miami on their back. Oh, uh, my God. And beat Dallas. Yeah, that, I remember watching that one. I was in Minnesota, and I was in I was in the weight room because my cable had gotten cut up. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the, down in the weight room with uh, my boy Angelo, and uh, I think the dude's name was Julie. Mm-hmm. And like we was sitting there watching it, it was just it was incredible to see. Yes, and then five, I would say it was the um, the Ray Allen shot that that went. Didn't win it, but like kind of set Miami up to win it. No, it saved. It saved the series. It, it saved them, but like they still had to go win another game. Yeah, for sure. They had. They were rolling the fucking champagne and the trophy out. It yeah. was crazy. Great times. Wow. Yeah, that was. That's one of my top five. Huh? I said like, that was what twenty fourteen. Twenty thirteen. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, had it was to be. 2012. It's 2012. Damn, that's a long time ago. Wow. It was that long ago? No, it was 2013. Because they lost in 11, they won 12, they won 13, and lost in 14. Okay. And left. Okay. Yeah, that, that uh, Ray Allen shot, that's one of my top five. Go. Uh, Jordan's crossover is one of my top five. Oh, 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 talk about it. A- <laughs> A.K.A. his his shove of Byron Russell. Oh, uh, I thought you was talking about when A.I. crossed him. Never mind. No, nah, I didn't see that in person. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that in person. But uh, that's my fifth. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, he did break him and break him back. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he tried. He tried to stop it too. That's what made it good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. Nah, Go, bro, ahead. Go ahead. Some ankles broke. <laughs> uh, big shot, Bob. Mm-hmm. That's number three for me. Which one? The one um, in Houston or the L.A.? Because he got a lot of them. Yeah, he does get a lot of them. But the one in L.A. for me. Which I one, though? That one. He got like ten of them. You know what I'm saying? Which which he one? Got, he only got two, in my opinion. Okay. In L.A. And the one that, that Curse was just talking about. Okay. Um, Where he caught it low. And then, yeah. With no time, he chucked that thing up real quick. And then uh, T-Max scoring them 13 points was crazy. And then my, my fifth one comes from a dunk contest, Vince Carter. Oh. Putting his elbow in the rim. Yes. Good call, Mike. Good call. I thought you was going to say – I was going to say um, – uh, when 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 Seattle tried to, they didn't run the ball on the goal line. I thought you was gonna say that moment. 
football? Yeah, I said sports. I, I thought we were talking basketball. I was talking about sports, uh, sports in general. Oh, yeah, that was the dumbest move you could ever do in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, bro, you have Marshawn Lynch. You run the ball four times. I don't care if you get stuff three of the four. You run the fourth. <laughs> That's just stupid. Yeah. So I thought that was going to be one of the moments. I mean, I guess I don't have no, I didn't, I don't have any like football moments. It was nothing that I, oh, that one moment, which, but well, I didn't, I can't say that because I didn't watch it live, but I remember seeing that Marshawn Lynch run against Seattle. Beast mode. Yeah, that, that beast mode run, that one, um, that was like one of them moments where I was just like, what? Yeah, we're talking what the fuck moments in football since uh Super Bowl is coming up. Um the the first time that uh New England ever cheated when they uh had the tuck run. Oh, here we go. Strip the ball and recover it and the Raiders were getting ready to go to the Super Bowl and That's when you were the Raiders fan, right? I was uh, not the Raiders. Don't do that. Here we go. I'm not dealing with that tonight. But that was when you were a 49ers fan. <laughs> See? Was I? <laughs> was Steve Young still in the league? Was Steve Young still in the league? <laughs> was Steve Young still in the league? I don't think so. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, so man. anyhow, anyhow, he, he had that when they got called cheating the first time. Mm-hmm. You sound like all these Indianapolis fans over here. Right. Deflate gate. Yeah, you got the ball ran down your throat for 400 yards, but it's deflate gate because he was throwing the ball. Hmm. I'm just, I'm just saying, Bill Belichick ain't, ain't what he cracked up to be, is he? Hmm. You'll see. Uh, I like that, Mike. Talk your talk. Talk you see. see. <laughs> I do see. I see six and ten. Did you see? Did you see you guys won 11 straight and then lost, what, six straight? Don't do How that. many winning seasons does he have without time? One? How many seasons Two. has he had without time? Give him a break. He had Cam Newton as a quarterback. Uh, oh, y'all, y'all, y'all can't. Former no MVP. Don't do that. You, you, you can really no forget about his era in Cleveland? With no preseason. Yeah. We don't want to talk about that, huh? <laughs> oh, you mean his one season? Yeah, more than one season in Cleveland. And what did he do? He left on purpose. No, he got fired. I would get fired too. <laughs> Just so I could get out of Cleveland. And those, those were um, terrible Cleveland teams. <laughs> but I think, I let's think be honest, fired you would get fired they, too. They moved Just the so ball they started winning rings. Hold on, wait, one mic, one mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. Who said, like, what'd you say? He said, say that again. I said they fired him because they moved to Baltimore and started winning rings. Oh, okay. And what'd you say, Mike? Oh, my gosh. I said that I think that all of us would get fired so we could get out of Cleveland, too. Right. Okay. Okay. That's a fact. (laughs) But but we're talking about Super Bowls in a oh-my-God moment. When Tom Brady came back against the Falcons. Oh, big time. Big time, for sure. That was the, oh, my God, did that just happen? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter that really happened? No, it didn't. Like I had to pinch myself. <laughs> you, you thought it was over? You thought it was you, over? Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Give us an oh my god Notre Dame moment since you're giving us moments of all your favorite teams. Uh, well, I actually went to a Notre Dame game. It was a oh my god moment. We lost in overtime to Air Force. Mm. Well, when was that? I was sitting. I was sitting on the field. When was Who that? Who was the coach? What was that? Like ninety six, ninety seven, something like that. Wow. That's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, we shouldn't have lost that game, but. Mm. You know what? I got to throw in that that Poochie uh, uh, Michigan run where he took he took that ball back. He took it back on that punt return. Yeah. 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 That was a moment. That was, that was a moment. That was a um, moment for sure. Yeah. I'll add in a moment. Um and po- for people that don't know, hold on, hold on. For people that don't know, Poochie is Charles Wilson. Go ahead. Uh, this is a painful memory, actually, but it's, it's a very historic um, moment in college football uh, when Maurice Corrette stripped Sean Taylor and basically saved Ohio State. Uh, I remember sitting there looking like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, when you was a U fan. <laughs> I've always been a fan of myself. No. Ah, Mike nah, is all on tonight, yo. Mike is he's all on tonight. He's talking about the U, but in the U University. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about the hurricane, y'all. You know, when it was convict. Oh, my Catholic. God, yo. Yeah, he's talking about it. He was a fan of... of Miami Hurricanes. Oh, my God. He's gosh. now an Ohio State fan, by the way. Damn. After a brief stint with the Knicks. <laughs> brief stint? <laughs> that was with a brief right, stint, yo. <laughs> Sorry, Curtis. You know I love you, man. Hey, I don't know how a former Laker fan becomes a diehard Celtics fan. Oh, my God. I was a Shaq fan. <laughs> you was a Lakers fan. You wore the Lakers colors. Why are you like Shaq? Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you were a Shaq fan, then you have like 10 different NBA teams. Hold on. Nah, I, I never understood that about you, Mike. Like, we was like around the same age as Kobe, but like, why did you like Shaq, yo? Like, why were you, like, the Shaq-leaning L.A. fan? He was just dominant. He was that guy, bro. He was more dominant, in my opinion, than Kobe was. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. But Kobe had more style. He was just, like... He He was was Peyton Brandy, bro. That wasn't cool to me. Brandy was fucking everything back then, dog. What are you talking about? They went to the prom together. <laughs> Wasn't to me. Oh, man, fuck out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> How you not going to like Moesha? You fucking nuts, man. You're out of here. Let me mute your yeah, mic. Oh, <laughs> hey, you're talking to the guy that used to start start Mark Matson on uh, NBA Live. You did that, Mike? Yeah, because he thought he was good. 
Sorry, who? Mark Matson. For what? <laughs> well, you, you said he was a good rebounder and you admired his dance moves. Bro, you're on crack right now. Chris, where are you getting this from? Hey, Raymond was sitting right there when you said it. <laughs> I, I wanted to say hey, it was a of all people to talk about right now, Raymond is a guy that should be the happiest in the world now that the Buccaneers is back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got it. And, and Philly don't suck no more, too. That's debatable. They don't suck. They, they back when like after AI left, they was terrible for years. <laughs> <clears throat> they a decent That's team. True. They a decent team. You know what I mean? They respectable, I guess. That's crazy. Iguodala's been in the league that long. They play with AI. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh man, we we got anything else? I oh, mean, this is a good this is a good fun pod, man. Short. To we, the gotta point. Do, we gotta do a Super Bowl pick, right? Oh yeah, let's go ahead. Let's let's get that cracking. Let's get that cracking. <clears throat> go ahead, Mike. Your boy Tom's in the league or in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Tom Beasy. He's, he's got his uh his Tampa stuff in the mail. <laughs> nah, what's funny is we'll, that we'll get email. that text on Tuesday. I've been a Tom fan ever since. <laughs> Not ever since. Wow, <laughs> I'm still a Tom Brady fan. But I did ever since he turned out, hold on, what? NFL.com. What did you say, Mike? I said I got an email the other day from NFL.com trying to sell me a Tom Brady jersey of him being a Buccaneers on one half and the Patriots on the other half. That's kind of hard. I was like, wow. Algorithms never lie. That's kind of hard. Wow. That's kind of hard, though. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> I'm going to take I'm gonna take Tom, and I'm going to say 31-27. They even call it a score. You you bet that? That's my call. Did you bet I, that? No. Nah. Oh, okay. I'm going to disrespect your man, Tom, and say... Uh, Mahomes rolls big, forty-one, sixteen. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, I got, I got Mahomes, I got Mahomes, but it's Tom though. So I'm, I'm just gonna be watching. But like, I think that's, I just think Kansas City is just too powerful, man. That offense is too much. Excuse me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. It comes down to if Sammy Watkins plays or not. Is he still with you? Yeah, he's with the Chiefs. I didn't know that. Huh. See how much yeah, I'm if he plays, if he plays with them, then they'll probably win, but it's still going to be close because their weapons match up way better with Sammy Watkins <clears throat> being another threat. Right. Right. Because right now they could, they, they beat, they beat Tampa Bay earlier in the year, but they not gonna make them same mistakes twice. I respect that. And whenever you whenever you play a team for the second time or a third time in the same season, it's very very difficult to beat them. I respect that. Okay, okay one well, <laughs> one more is all um, all of us are current or former Steelers fans. 
Uh, does Ben come back or not? I don't want him to. I say that. I don't want him to. Ben's coming back. He, I believe that, too. I believe that, too. But I do not want him back. I just retired, dog. You gave everything you need. You you going down in the Steeler Hall of Fame. You going down in the Hall of Fame, period. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Your, your, your face card is good in Pittsburgh, no matter what. So you, you just go ahead, chalk it up, bro. You 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 bought you put two more rings on on the um <clears throat> on the board for us, man. It's cool. Just go ahead, and retire, bro. You're not gonna retire on top, bro. You ain't got it no more. No, just if he don't retire, if he don't retire, <laughs> or if he does retire, who they got to back him up? Who's gonna play? Um, I th- okay. There's still one big board, one one big fish out there left. Um, Deshaun Watson. Oh wait. I forgot they hired uh, Haskins. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm saying yeah, he. I mean that's a great backup. But I'm saying there's Deshaun Watson out there. Um, Y'all not going for him? I mean, we they, that's not like us. But I'm saying like I I would hope to get somebody like that and just. <laughs> uh, I got a sleeper name if 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 they do move on from Ben, um, Derek Carr. Hmm. Ain't he supposed to be getting moved for somebody else? Um, it's supposed to be like a quarterback. Mariota is, but I, I could see um, I could see Gruden moving off of him and like him being out there for cheap, if not just just money. Okay, and that would that would look and feel more like a Steeler move. Somebody who's uh, you know kind of been given up on. You fill the gap with him, you draft somebody, and then you figure out who you're comfortable with. I, think, I, think, I like uh, that Derek Carr move. That's dope. I think uh, they try they try and find a way to bring Ben back where it makes sense money wise. I don't know that there is a way to make it make sense, and I think that might end up being the still the reason for moving on. But I I definitely feel like they're going to move on from Mason Rudolph. Okay, now what about what about the kid you was telling me about the 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 computer whiz kid that uh he just focuses on breaking down defenses? Oh, uh, Trey Lance. There's no way we could probably get him here. He'd be gone by then. Uh, we'd probably have to give us some capital to go up, but it sounds like we're gonna have some supplementary picks too. So, um, if he starts. Slipping a little bit and gets past ten, I can see them doing it, but um, we're not going up past ten. Okay, <clears throat> I like that. I like that. I like that. I, I want somebody that's like that has a uh, uh, high IQ. Yeah, high IQ for sure. Are you hip to who that is, Mike? Yeah, Penn State. No. He's, uh, North Dakota State. So, who is Penn State's quarterback that he got a gun and he is super smart? I have no idea. This guy, like his dad, um, I want to say he played in like the CFL or something, but basically, uh, when they would work on stuff, once he finally decided he was going to be a quarterback, he didn't really stress the whole arm strength and, and making all the throws. He stressed, um, frustrating corners and being able to break down a defense with your throws. And, and then on top of that, 
I mean, he's got the arm, and then on top of that, he's got the size too. He's like six four, two twenty five. Like he, he's athletic. He can move around a little bit. He, he kind of reminds me, and this is probably a, a low hanging fruit to compare him to, but um, Josh Allen. Really? Yeah. yeah to, to me, if you ask me, I would say. Um, I would say he's the third best quarterback on the board, but who am I? Everybody tell you that it's that skinny white kid from BYU. <laughs> Max. Isn't that his name, Max? Something Wilson. Huh? Something Wilson. Yeah, I thought it was Max. That's his last name or his first name? His first name. Okay. Okay, cool. He's only like 210 pounds. He's small. To me, that that's what my worry would be with uh, Trevor Lawrence, is whether he's going to be able to put on the, the muscle mass to hold up in the NFL. Mm. I mean, if I'm, if I'm Jacksonville and I have Urban Meyer, I'm trying to get Deshaun Watson. Number I'm afraid to get this town Watson and give up capital where you can just take Justin Fields. What? Curse, did you just smoke? You don't want Justin Fields. Why not? Because he's, he's proved in the championship game that he ain't got it. If you say he, he was hurt, then he shouldn't have played. Didn't Ohio State have a lot of injuries? He, he, you think it's Justin Fields' fault that they lost to a loaded Clemson team? You mean Alabama? They beat Clemson. <coughs> right. Or, yeah, Alabama. That's what I meant. Uh, listen, I, listen, he, just hear he me out. He beat the hell out of Clemson. Just hear me out. Deshaun Watson's proven and he's young. So you can trade number one pick for number one. And then. Since the Texans is restarting and rebuilding anyway, JJ Watt already asked to get out. Mm-hmm. So you could even make it a better trade, and you can say we'll give you two or three first rounds if you Jacksonville for Deshaun Watson because he's proven, and you got Urban, and Urban don't have to teach him, he don't have to train him, he don't have to make him the best quarterback already. He's already there. You're going to take cap hit. I mean, you still got, um, what's his name, Allen Robinson or Jalen Hearns. Don't you got both of them there still? I think you do. Receiver-wise? Yeah, I think they do. So you you got somebody that, that Watson can throw to. Then all you got to do is get some defensive pieces. Or you could you could go crazy, crazy and say every year that Deshaun Watson's on our team, We'll give you a second or third round pick. That's creative. I wouldn't do it, but that's that's different. Uh, um. Wow. So you so you really like Deshaun Watson? All right. Cool. Okay. I like Deshaun Watson too, for sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, I do too. Not, but not enough to give up the number one overall pick. And uh, I, I mean, he's 25. Justin Fields is younger and hasn't had the injuries. 
understandable. He's not. He's not Kyler Murray. I don't. I don't know how you meant that. What, what, can you elaborate? Like Kyler Murray's small, just like Justin Fields, but he's not as fast as Kyler Murray. He doesn't have the arm like Kyler Murray. Ain't Justin Fields like six three, something like that. Six one, six one, two, something like that. He's like six one. Kyler Murray like five nine. He like Allen Iverson size. I know that, but Kyler Murray is fast as fast can be, and he got the baseball on. Okay, so you saying he's not as talented as Kyler Murray? Correct. Okay, you saying Justin Fields is not as talented as Kyler Murray? Correct. You need me to say it again? Correct. <laughs> Okay. But I I, I don't know. I can't. I can't. There's your there's your quarterback analysis from a Notre Dame fan. I um. I'd have taken. I'd have taken Dorsey over over Fields. Right. Oh, wow. I can't okay, push back. You. I can't push back on on anything with like Justin Fields because I haven't watched him. I haven't watched him. Saying crazy overrated. like that, we gonna call you Meth Head Mike. <laughs> He's overrated. Okay. Name one Ohio State starting quarterback. You talking about in the last twenty years? I'm talking about in the NFL. That's what I mean. In the last twenty years or what? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, they I, just I, I, the heard that. I heard that. You sound, you sound like a fucking Michigan fan. I, name a Notre Dame starting quarterback. Name a. Like, Brady Quinn played the whole year for the Browns. What are you talking about? He said Brady Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Smith started some games, too. Deshaun Kaiser started the whole year, too. Dwayne Haskins, he started some games. <laughs> That's why they didn't even make it the whole year. That's what I'm saying. Hey, my man said Brady Quinn. Proud as shit, though. <laughs> I think I seen Brady Quinn at Kroger's the other day on the south side. He probably did. And what's his name? Jimmy played played the whole year for the Panthers, too. He played like two years for the Panthers before they got Cam. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what's his name? Jimmy something. <laughs> I don't even remember. That's cute. Oh, my God, yo. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Oh, and, and there was that one time that um, Rick Meyer... Come on, bro. All right. All right, man. We done. We running out on the hour. We did good. I'm done. The you. <laughs> you can't forget Ron Paulus. That was a good callback, Mike. <laughs> oh, man. All right, y'all. Uh, I'm done fucking with y'all tonight, man. Y'all, y'all wilding tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. Uh, sorry for taking off. We had some we had some shit to do, right, guys? You know, yes, what I'm saying? life calls. <laughs> we answer. Um, again, we'll 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 be back next week. Um, Curse say peace to the people. Mike say peace to the people, and we out. All right, y'all be safe. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>